What's that sound? I wonder as I stand at the front of my college lecture hall and my students stare back at me. Is it the clock ticking away? Are the students hoping it will move a little faster? Nah, not in my class. Well, okay, maybe. But seriously, college is such a complex time, and these students have so much going on, both inside and outside the classroom. Am I teaching them how to think? I ask myself. Am I preparing them for their careers? Is the college experience getting them ready for that next step in their lives? Why am I asking myself so many questions? Should I be teaching right now? As I continue to talk and point at my presentation, I can't help but wonder as I look back out at my students, what is going through their minds? I only wish I knew. Well, I guess I could ask them that question. Maybe I could even listen to their answer. I am Dr. Brown. I am a university professor, and this is my Declassified College Survival Podcast. It's a place where the professor is quiet, mostly, and the students' voices are heard, really. Please join me every other week as I sit down with my students, and they can tell us directly how college is and is not impacting their lives. How do you navigate college? How does college help you navigate life? They will pick the topics. I will turn on the mic and we can all listen to what they have to say. This is my contribution to the COVID-19 episode of Dr. Brown's podcast. I'm going to focus on the genetic effects of social distancing. Question one, in your opinion, what are the three most positive consequences of social distancing? These may be things that you learned during our course, or these may be novel ideas that sprung from your own mind. One, Social distancing and stay-at-home orders allow families to spend more time together. Being home for work has allowed families to spend more time than they normally would have had. Two, it is believed that COVID-19 is spread through droplets. When people are in close contact, a droplet may contaminate them when an infected person coughs, sneezes, or talks. Social distancing is believed to help prevent individuals from contacting the virus, which is very important. 3. COVID-19 is believed to have a 14-day incubation period. During this time, individuals may have the virus but be asymptomatic. Social distancing is believed to help prevent individuals who are asymptomatic from spreading the virus. Question 2. In your opinion, what are the three most negative consequences of social distancing? These may be things that you learned during our course, or these may be novel ideas that sprung from your own mind. 1. Social distancing forces us to suppress our innate human desire for social interaction. Over time, this may cause lasting social, physical, and psychological effects. 2nd. Social distancing may cause people with social anxiety to feel more isolated and lonely during the stay-at-home orders and after. Third, social distancing prevents family members from visiting loved ones who are ill 
or who are in facilities, such as nursing homes. Many people lost loved ones during the coronavirus pandemic due to the coronavirus or other ailments and were not able to say goodbye to their loved ones. Question 3. In what possible manner may social distancing policies affect the evolution of the severe acute respiratory syndrome coronavirus 2, also known as SARS-CoV-2, which causes the disease called coronavirus 2019? You may explore one manner or many possible manners. Please be very specific in your analysis, thorough, and use scientific terms. You will not be graded on what you say but rather on the scientific plausibility of what you say. Viruses experience evolution and natural selection. Viruses often evolve faster than the humans who contract them. Recombination often occurs when two viruses infect the same cell at the same time. Both viruses will use the cell to produce more virus particles, and both will have newly made genomes will be in the cell. When this happens, recombination can take place in two ways. First, similar regions of the virus's genomes will pair up and exchange. Second, viruses with different segments can swap through reassortment. Social distancing may be slowing the rate of evolution of the severe acute respiratory syndrome, coronavirus 2 that causes the disease called coronavirus disease 2019. This is because social distancing limits individuals' contact with infected people and surfaces, thereby lowering the number of individuals who are infected. By having fewer hosts, the virus cannot undergo recombination. This will in turn limit the evolution of the virus. The next question is why is having a basic understanding of genetics and evolution important for you during this COVID-19 time? Do you have a duty as a citizen of the world to have such a basic understanding? Apply it to your life right now. Please do not get political, just answer the question as they apply to you. As college students, it is important to have a basic understanding of genetics and evolution of viruses during this COVID-19 time so we can understand why and how medical officials are making their decisions and government officials are too. After months of working and isolation, it is finally summer. And what does that make you think of? I personally think of enjoying the warm summer weather at concerts, beaches, and restaurants while spending time with friends. Despite what we may want, these fun activities may not be possible this year. It is important to understand genetics principles, such as recombination, so we can understand how COVID-19 works. It is easy to get lost in mourning the activities we love that come once a year, but if we focus on the severity of the virus, it is easier to let them go. We have come this far in fighting the virus, and we do not want to lose sight of what is important now. Saving lives is more important than spending time at the beach. Nothing in life is risk-free, and very few things are an all or none. If I were governor of Illinois, my reopening policies would be as follows. This information for this plan is based on the COVID-19 simulation from Massachusetts General Hospital. 
This plan accounts for all aspects of the virus, including infectivity rates, job losses, slash economics, and mental health issues. For Phase 1, I would require a six-week lockdown, followed by businesses to open at 50% capacity for six weeks for Phase 2. After the six-week period, there would be minimal restrictions. This plan is projected to yield 6,630 deaths by August 31st, according to the simulation. The estimated new COVID-19 daily cases is projected to peak at 2,780 on May 14th. By August 31st, the total number of COVID-19 cases will reach 147,000. The total number of active COVID-19 cases is estimated by the simulation to peak at 13,600 on May 14th in Illinois. This plan would limit the initial spread of COVID-19 and allow businesses to return to work as normal. Stress weakens the immune system, and I believe it is wise to allow businesses to reopen during the warm summer months when most viruses cannot survive. As governor, I would use the summer to create a plan for the fall and or winter months for when and if COVID-19 cases spiked again. It is unknown how the virus will act in the fall and winter cooler months. I believe governors should not look solely at the infectivity rate. Many businesses will not be able to survive an extensive lockdown or operating at partial capacity. As previously discussed, social distancing negatively affects mental health, as does suddenly losing your job through no fault of your own. Well, that's it for today's episode of Dr. Brown's Declassified College Survival Podcast. My students and I hope you enjoyed the conversation. If you are a college student or know of a college student who would like to be interviewed on this podcast, please contact me at brownsciencegroup at gmail.com and we will set up a time for an engaging discussion. Please remember to subscribe, like, rate, and share this podcast so others may benefit from hearing the voices, views, and insights of these college students. Please join me again next time when I will sit down with a new group of college students. They will pick the topic. I will turn on the mic. We can all listen and reflect on what they have to say.